Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to thank all of you out there. A big, giant shout-out for all of you out there that were listening to us over the weekend as we broadcast live from the Northwest Women's Show, 25,000 women. Yeah, it was a bit, uh, how should I say, uh, all of us have to have extreme patience throughout the weekend. Why? Because when you're dealing with technology and you're dealing with the place of unknown activities, you can do nothing but be patient. Uh, keep your calm, keep your cool, and have some fun. And I want to thank all of you out there for um, just, a, just, a, just an enormous support. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us, uh, tuning us in, turning us on. I want to just tell everybody we are going to be adding some additional times uh, based on the demand from you guys to uh, TTR, uh, our TTR network, Transformation Talk Radio Network. And the Dr. Pat Show is going to be broadcasting a late night venue, Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight. Uh, and more to be revealed on that. It's going to be a, a little bit of a departure from what we normally do. And it's going to be absolutely crazy fun. Most of you are saying, why 10 to midnight? What is wrong with you? Well, if it's 10 to midnight in the Pacific Northwest, it is morning or midday in Australia. And the Australians love us. So, yeah, lots of really juicy things going on. You know, patience, I mentioned that. You know, what does that really mean? What is the art of peaceful living? What is patience all about? You know, here's, a, here's another question. How can you have patience in the midst of trauma? in the midst of challenges. You know, we talk about patience a lot, and most people say they're peaceful and calm most of the time. But I will tell you that when something comes up in your life, to be able to practice, as my guest today will talk about, the art of peaceful living in itself, is a skill that all of us can learn. Joining me here today, Alan Locos, of course, he is the founder and guiding teacher of the Community Meditation Center in NYC, where I was born. That's New York City. Uh, and, you know, you're going to hear about over his 30-year career, professional singer on Broadway. He's practiced meditation since the mid-90s. But what is it about meditation that is so important right now? You know, what is it about... Uh, the work that Alan has been doing that is all of a sudden come to the forefront for so many people. I don't know about you guys, but it, I don't know if you know what it's like to live in New York City. Maybe we'll get a sneak preview from Alan. Alan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. It's great to be back with you. Okay, New York City. Tell us where you are. Oh, I'm right in the city. I'm on the Upper West Side. And believe it or not, it is now 60 degrees Right here in New York City. Isn't that amazing? You know what? It is so funny. Uh, Linda, our producer, who actually scheduled you, she's in New Jersey, grew up in New York. It is amazing. Um, and I will also tell you, amazingly, earlier this week, we had snow in Seattle. 
Wow. I know. So something strange is going on. I hear you guys didn't have winter at all. We really didn't. Back in October, we had an unseasonable snowstorm, which unfortunately, because the trees were still in leaf, caused a lot of damage. Um, but since then, we, I, you know, I think maybe we've seen four flakes of snow. It's been really the mildest winter that I can remember, and I've lived here all my life. Mm. Well, so, you know, you think maybe Al Gore was on to something? Well, I was just going to say, I mean, do you think? Um, and it would be great for us to get back to paying attention of some of this. Boy, but, you know, it's would. hard to pay attention. Uh, look, this is your book. This is the work you do. It's hard to pay attention to anything when our minds are racing like crazy. We're worrying about money. We're worrying about relationships. We're worrying about whether we could even tie our shoes right, Alan. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I oh, do, my God, I, I have to pick out a pair of socks today. I'm going to go into trauma over that. And I want to ask you the question uh, about patience. You know, what is it that you look at or what event in your life um, has kind of awakened you to decide that this is a topic that people need to understand more about? Well, I think that um, I've wanted to write about patients for a long time. I, I grew up in a situation where uh, there was no patient whatsoever. My father was actually quite mentally ill, and that resulted in his being rather violent and abusive. So I didn't know anything about patients. But, of course, when you don't know anything about patients, you often don't even realize that you are an impatient person. But over time, uh, you know, I got into uh, therapy, and I got very involved in meditation, as you mentioned, and I began to see what was going on inside of me, you know, what we tend to call the inner landscape. And I realized that this um, attribute, this quality that we call patience, is not really so much about, <clears throat> excuse me, about living in New York City or about living in the 21st century or the pressures of uh, this fast-paced, highly technologically evolved world that we live in. And the reason I came to that conclusion is because 2,500 years ago in northern India, the Buddha was teaching about patience. Now, you know, what kind of traffic jams was he getting in? He wanted to walk from one place to the next, and, you know, perhaps there were a couple of elephants on the path in front of him, and he had to wait <laughs> patiently for them to move over. But it's exactly the same feeling that's going on. And that's the key. We, we have a strange language that we use with patients. We say, um, I've lost my patience or I don't have much patience. And that can actually um, be misleading because it sounds like that patience is a thing or a commodity that we can lose or we don't have much of. But in reality, impatience and patience are feelings. They're feelings that arise under certain circumstances, and those circumstances, of course, are different for each of us. Impatience arises uh, under certain causes and conditions, and we can begin to feel impatience arising. And that's the key. Usually when something is happening that would cause us to become impatient, we look at 
at what is going on. We look at perhaps the person who has said something that pushes our buttons or the fact that we're sitting in that same traffic jam again the way we do five days a week because this is the only highway that we can take that gets us to work. And we become impatient. But our mind usually goes to, if only this traffic jam wasn't here, then I would be patient. Or if only the boss wouldn't speak to me that way, then I wouldn't feel impatient. But the truth is that most of the time, we can't do anything about those external circumstances. We need to get to work. We need to go on that particular highway. That's just the way it is. So it's our perception, it's our experience of what's going on around us that is going to help us become more patient. Again, simply because it's what's going on inside of us. And we need to realize that we tend to look outside of us. We think if we can correct and change those outer circumstances, then everything is going to be better for me. And undoubtedly, there are occasions when that's true. But most of the time, we, we really need to learn how to look within so that we can sense these feelings that arise, and especially this sense of impatience. Because as we've all learned over time, if we react to that impatience, we can often find ourselves saying things and doing things that later on we're going to regret. And we can do something about that. Uh, that was the, my whole purpose in writing this book, was to research what tends to bring on these feelings of impatience and what can we really do about that. Well, you know, I have to tell you, this is really, it, it's so interesting, Alan. I always seem to chat with you when there are things in my own life um, or in the lives of somebody uh, or some uh, some of my you know dearest of friends that show up where the act of patience is uh, one of their greatest challenges um, especially if you're caught in a system you know let's talk about a system uh, what might a system be let's talk about the system of work uh, you know having patience uh, with your work environment. Right now, someone said to me the other day in preparation for, you know, our conversation this morning, someone said to me, you know, ask, ask, ask your guest how we're supposed to have patience when we're losing our home, when uh, both of us have lost our jobs, um, and, you know, none of the legislation that's coming out there addresses people over 55. And I thought it was an interesting question, and uh, I want to talk with you about this when we come back from break. Um, because, you know, there are things that go on in our lives. Some of them are great. Some of them cause us great challenges. But the art of patience and the thing that you're referring to um from what I sense, Alan, doesn't really relate to any one situation. Is that correct? It's, it's it more of correct. a way of being. Okay, great. Um, and I want to talk with you about, you know, this way of being. You know, what is it about uh, peaceful living that is accessible, that is available 
to any of us. Let's take a short break, everyone. Uh, Alan Locust joining us here today. Book is great. Patience, the art of peaceful living. When we come back, we're going to talk about what patience means. How do you instill this way of living in your life, regardless of what you're going through, the trauma that you're having, whatever's happening in your family? What, are, what is it about the art of peaceful living, this thing we call patience that is so pure, so beautiful, that it will help each and every one of us have some of the most amazing, joyful days of our life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free life-changing information. Seek Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit us at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you ready for an extraordinary life? Introducing Spectrum Life Design Education. Spectrum seminars and training are intended for you to discover and redesign the core beliefs that generate your life results, circumstances, and experiences by utilizing a synergistic approach to the art of living. Participants are provided with experiential and practical tools that raise their level of consciousness that embrace the whole person, mind, body, heart, and spirit. These principles allow you to transform your ability to engage your authentic yearnings, to profoundly connect with yourself and others, along with maximizing your potential and greatest dreams. For more information as well as a course schedule, please visit them at SpectrumLifeDesign.com. That's SpectrumLifeDesign.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show, Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that's become her trademark. Visit FogCityPsychic.com and book your reading today get inspired create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker sue london sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives people feel hope courage and are ready to move forward after hearing sue speak book motivational speaker sue london for your next event at asksuelondon.com that's asksuelondon.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. 
Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Patience, the Art of Peaceful Living. You know, let, let me just read this to everybody, and then we'll jump in here with Alan. What is there about the quality of patience that causes so many of us to respond to the very word with a sense of deficiency? I don't have enough. I need more. We say putting it in the, 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 what we're talking about is we're taking the art of patience and it's highlighting something in our lives that perhaps we don't have or a way we're not, uh, we're not able to be. You know, Alan, before the break, and by the way, thank you so much for joining me here today. Before we jump into the, you know, the question I sort of left, uh, you, you know, prior to this, would you give our, our listeners a website and let them know how they can get a copy of the book? Sure. Well, um, there are a number of addresses to get to it. Probably the easiest one is patientsbook, P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E, book.com. That'll take uh, people to the community meditation website, and there's a click that's very obvious to get right to the book. It's available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or, and indie bookstores. I love to support the indie bookstores. Yeah, me too. Um, so it's available every place, although, um, i boast for a moment, we really zoomed up on bestseller lists, so there's been a little bit of um, selling out here and there, but everybody's catching up quickly. You know, it was I, I was shocked to see this. Um, Patience became the number two book in the country on, in the category of spiritual books, so I guess people are aware of this need within to be able to practice patience uh, when they need it. And, you know, just to clarify something about this, some, some of us have a tendency to say, I'm not a patient person. Well, that's going to be an inaccurate statement because it kind of solidifies something. It says, I am this. But what we're learning today, and actually it was taught thousands of years ago by people like the Buddha, is that everything is changing, and that includes us. Not just that everything will change, but today's science is saying everything is changing in the moment. So therefore to say, I am this kind of person, leaves out the fact that you're changing, Go with that change. Don't fight that change because you can be more patient. There's no question about that. I mean, now the research has made that quite clear, and I've done a lot of research in, in this area before writing the book. So that's probably the most important and the most positive news uh, that we have in this subject. Don't lock yourself into a place saying, I am stuck with this characteristic of impatience because patience or impatience is just a feeling and feelings do not define character so you know you of course i'm not saying any of this is easy no my gosh no it takes patience to develop patience yeah i mean i don't think any of us ever said any of this is easy you know as upbeat and positive uh as as i've been on this show since 2003 alan i don't think anyone that's ever come on um or myself included doesn't say that there are some things that will show up and in this world we call them challenges Uh, you know and hence the question that came from one of our listeners earlier in the week um uh you know and uh, sometimes our lives sound like a number one hit country western song. Uh, we lost our job. 
we lost our home. My boyfriend left me. My car broke down and my dog died. And yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes it sounds like that. And, you know, in response to the listener that did, you know, just say, how do I have patience when my world seems like it's crumbling? Alan, how, how do we do this? Yeah, uh, I and think, I said, well, uh, great uh, question. Yeah, and we really do need to address that question because on a certain level, we all go through these experiences. My own beloved dog died just recently, my golden retriever, and it's devastating. Um, and these experiences, um, you know, with our economic situation uh, today where people are losing their homes and are losing jobs, hopefully this is, uh, you know, beginning to turn around now, but still the reality of being out of work, the reality of losing one's home, the reality of relationships breaking up, they're part of what um, years ago were, was referred to as the 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows of life. I think that what we have to do is look at each situation as it arises. If it appears that we can no longer keep our home as an example, that's a terrible thing to go through. What we want to look at is, is there anything that I can do about this right now? Um, is there a way to work out something with the bank, or, or is it just not possible anymore? And when we look at the reality of the situation and we evaluate that there just is nothing that I can do, then somehow we have to relinquish, we have to accept that reality. And again, I'm not saying that this is easy, and I'm not just tossing this off. I get um, rather resentful myself when I hear someone saying, oh, get over it. You know, I, I think that's rather um, an inappropriate approach to take because people get over what they get over when they get over it. And there's no appropriate time frame. The loss of a home, the loss of a loved one, these are devastating things to go through. They are uh, causes of major suffering. But again, we need to look at situations like that and say, is there anything that I can do? And if there is, then we want to step up. And even though it may be quite challenging, we need to take whatever action is appropriate. We need to ask for help if help can be available. And if none of that can be done, then we have to look ahead and say, this feels terrible. I need to sit with these feelings so that I don't kind of suppress feelings, which is a very unhealthy thing to do. I need to be able to say to myself, this really feels awful. And with that, I'm going to be able to go ahead anyway, because that's, that's part of what a human being is. We have tremendous resources, even when those resources are being battered and we feel that we're being battered and our ship is just crashing into the rocks and, and we're splintering into pieces, we still have incredible inner strength. And, um, you know, a moment ago you also raised the point about faith. If nothing else, we can have tremendous faith in ourselves. I am resilient. I can deal with this. In my own experience, when I have faced the most difficult times in my life, 
for instance, the end of a relationship that I thought would never end, it was as if I, I stayed at that door, grasping at the, at the handle of the door, trying to get it back open again when it had been closed to me. Yeah. And I stayed there for a year trying to get that door open. And what I was missing was that right behind me, there were an endless number of doors that were available for me to open. Now, I'm not saying that I didn't have to go through that. That was a meaningful relationship, and I really tried to get that door back open. But when finally I accepted that I couldn't, and I turned around, there was the whole world ready to accept me, ready for me to move forward. An infinite number of doors. And I did step forward, and every time I have had to do that, it's ended up being better for me. Um, now, I'm not saying that the loss of a loved one can end up being better. It cannot. There are losses that are just simply losses. A therapist friend of mine said to me one time that there are events that make us older and wiser, and there are events that just make us older. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's part of the reality of life. Um, it's difficult, but when we look at the reality that part of life in human form does involve degrees of suffering, and it's not as if we've done something wrong. We didn't do something wrong because we got this illness. We didn't do something wrong because at some point we're going to die. It's not a punishment. We didn't do something wrong. It is the outcome of being born. If we are born, we will die. Everything mm -hmm. that's born dies. But these things can be very difficult to accept, and that's why I recommend, I think it's uh, significant, that we bring into our lives some sort of quiet time, whether we call it meditation or we call it contemplation or we call it prayer. I think it's very advantageous to take some time each day, even if it's only a few minutes, to stop, to sit down, to get quiet, and to look inside. What is going on within me? It's not always pretty. You know, Carl Jung um, offered us the, the teaching that he called the shadow side. The shadow side is not evil. It's just that there are dark places, dark things that are going on within. It's just part of our experience. But it's best, it's healthiest to stop and each day take a look at what's going on. There are the wonderful, beautiful things, and there are those things that are not so beautiful. But they're all worth looking at. Well, you know, all of these are worth looking at. And one of the things that we'll talk about when we come back is <clears throat> how does patience help us in our everyday life, anxiety, stress. Uh, for those of you out there, one of the most disturbing statistics on the planet right now in this country has to do with the rise in mental illness. And uh, numerous studies have been done over the past five years and really address the issues. The statistics are staggering with the number of people who are experiencing mental challenges and not able to get help.
for a variety of reasons. How does patients, how does the work that Alan is talking about, how will this be able to help so many people? When we come back, we'll address that and talk about how to incorporate the practices that Alan talks about in your life every day. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness. Are you looking for that special gift that will uplift, inspire, and give a heart a voice to express itself? Let our 365 messages of gratitude box diffused in English and French connect you daily with the essence of gratitude. Open daily a message of gratitude and gracefully move through your day. Offer this gift of gratitude to a hostess, a teacher, a mentor, an elder, anyone who inspires you to feel gratitude. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at ExplorationGratitude.com. That's ExplorationGratitude.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com, transforming the world one listener at a time. I was dealing with anxiety and depression, and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough Program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you dream of being on the amazing race? Well, here's your chance. Grab a friend and prepare for an exhilarating race around the city when City Solve Urban Race comes to your city. Teams of two will solve clues and face fun challenges while racing around the city. The winning team gets $300 and a chance to be in the Las Vegas Championship race to compete for a grand prize of $5,000. Not only will you have a ton of fun, you'll also be helping a good cause. A portion of the proceeds will benefit a local charity. To start racing, go to City SolveUrbanRace.com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. 
Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about this amazing book. Yeah, best-selling book, Patience. Alan is joining us here today um, in Alan Locus, and he's talking about this book. But he, we're also talking about why this book is a bestseller, you know, why it is out there right now, um, why when you go to the bookstore or Amazon, you're going to see this book called Patience um, because it is really true. You know, the we are... And I can only talk about this country and some of the information, Alan, that's being revealed. We are full of stressful daily situations. And um, even though that we talk about sometimes people that are, um, you know, losing their jobs, they're losing so many things. But the people that are operating on a day-to-day basis, you know, they're operating with such a high sense of job insecurity that they can't help be stressed you know, by the by, the very phone call they may get from their boss's boss's boss. Uh, so today, here we are. We're talking about patience, how to put it in, how to bring it in to our lives. You know, these, Alan, are numbers that um, statistics that people have been trying to gather about mental illness in this country right now. And, and by the way. Right, Alan, you and I know this. Mental illness, that, that category is very, very broad. Yes, it is. And, and it's also um, very difficult to define. Where do we define mental illness as opposed to um, levels of depression and sadness? You know, and I wanted to add something to what you were saying about the research um, involved and, and our unemployment rate, etc. We have statistics that cover those things. What is not measurable that doesn't show up in statistics is the fact that, let's just say a decade ago, if someone was at a job and they were not happy at the job, they felt that it didn't really suit them well, you could say at that time, you know, I'm a qualified person, I have a certain skill set, I have a certain level of education, I'm going to leave this job and get another job. Today, most people can't do that. And so uh, until that changes, until that turns around, which I, I hope we're on the way to, to seeing that, but right now, so many people are at jobs that they feel don't suit them well, and that causes a great deal of stress. That doesn't show up in statistics, but it does show up in, um, let's say, in levels of mental illness. Again, we don't know exactly uh, how to define that. Um, there, are, there are, of course, legal definitions, but somebody who's under a lot of stress eight hours a day and goes home and perhaps needs a drink just to settle down or needs more than that, um, that, that to me is a level of mental illness, even if it doesn't qualify by a legal definition. Um, we didn't have that even 10 years ago, and that's rampant today. 
Well, it is. I mean, you know, I, I am trying to think of uh, <clears throat> the latest, uh, uh, I think it was ABC, ABC News. I did a series on this, and one of the most disturbing things that they discovered was that uh, antidepressant use, inc- the rise in antidepressant use among women um, was just staggering. Yeah, that's uh, an epidemic for sure. Yeah, uh, and, and they said more likely than men to do that. Um, you know, I don't really understand the, the difference between the genders and how we re- respond to different things, but the idea of depression and what's going on and the burden that I think um, a lot of women do carry um, is really devastating. How does patience and how does the art of, of what you've described, um, uh, not just this book, but, you know, the other things, the other books that you've written, the other articles, how, how can we design a practice that can at least give us some relief from this? Yeah, I think the first thing that that we want to do let let's say that at a certain point one says you know i'm just being hurt by my own impatience and i need to do something about it i think the starting place is to develop um, an in-depth motivation because uh when someone else says to you you know you're very impatient you should do something about that that's not going to create motivation um, what I suggest actually in the book is the very first practice is to sit down for no more than five minutes a day for one week and just ask yourself this question, why do I want to do the work to become a more patient person? And I do tell you honestly, it will take work. Um, we all have kind of though the initial skill sets that we learn probably back as very young people when we were told, okay, dear, just take a deep breath, it's going to be okay, or just count to ten. Um, and, and, you know, we know those little skills, and they're very valuable. They can keep us from getting into trouble. But to develop a depth of patience means that we don't even reach the point where we realize, oh, now I have to take a deep breath because I'm really in turmoil. I'm really experiencing a lot of impatience. So to become a person who's characterized as uh, a patient person is going to take work, and that work will be challenged. So my suggestion is, as I said, one week, five minutes or less per day to look within and say, why do I want to do this work to become a more patient person? And I suggest only asking yourself the questions. Don't look yet for answers because the initial answers are going to be surfacy. They're going to be because my wife said I should do or because everybody should be more, pers- uh, more patient. That's not going to hold up when we slip up or when things get really rough. We need to allow ourselves to ask that question so it goes deeper, so that when we realize that last night when we really snapped at our four-year-old who didn't deserve that, we say, boy, that was not a great thing to do. That's not who I want to be. Um, And that has a little sting to it. It needs to have a little burn to it to tell us that we're getting down deeper to what really matters to us. And then 
we we will really be developing um, a motivation that will carry us through the difficult times, and we will slip up. Okay. We need to realize that we will slip up. This is right. where we could come back to that question that you asked before about faith. When we slip up, we need to have a certain faith in ourselves to realize, you know, I'm a good person. I'm a wonderful person. I'm a complete person. I am, in a sense, a perfect person. And at the same time, I need a little work. So it doesn't become this awful thing. It becomes a really good person who needs to work on a couple of little things going on, and it needs to be well-motivated. And then there are, uh, again, practices that we can do that help just the word patience come to mind. I go through some quite detailed exercises in the book that help one do that. They're very simple, but they can be very difficult to remember to do them because patience is about remembering. Well, let's do this. Well, let's take a short break, and when we come back, I would love for you to share one of those. Absolutely. I, I think it would be fabulous to, you know, uh, just invite everyone out there right now to, you know, stay with us. When we come back, Alan will share one of the exercises in the book that will help you change your day, that will help you have a different perspective. Uh, and when we come back, we'll talk about perception versus reality. Is there any difference? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We'll be right back for a special, special exercise from the book Patience. We'll be right back. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Chat with Natalie. Getting to Know Yourself is a hit radio show to help you understand your existence and purpose here on Mother Earth. During the show, Natalie's passionate delivery and spot-on guidance will empower you to realize that you are absolutely perfect. Natalie and her special guests will help you raise your vibration, tap into your innate wisdom, and provide unprecedented solutions to whatever you're facing. Whether it be energy healing, holistic health, spirituality, on-air readings, and energy attunements, your life will be forever changed for the good. Join Natalie and her guests each week as together you tap into the wisdom of the Akashic Records and channel information from her Council of Isis and other Ascended Masters. Tune in every Friday at noon Pacific time for Chat with Natalie, Getting to Know Yourself on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit HealingIsis.com for a complete show schedule and to book a session with Natalie. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, for more information about the Dr. Pat Show, go to drpatlive.com or transformationtalkradio.com. Um, you know, this is a great show today. My very special guest, Alan Locke, is joining us here today uh, talking about patience. This is a big topic. That's why this book is the number one uh, best-selling book because it is on the minds of so many people. You know, what is it about patients we can learn? We're actually, Alan, you're going to share an exercise. But before we do, let's make sure we give out your website one more time. Sure. It's patientsbook.com. Um, let's talk about the, the exercise because each of us, I know I do, I want to know what I can do today to help my situation. So I know you've got an exercise for us. So Oh, there are I'd a lot of them in the book. Yeah, um, there are. The, the, first of all, the groundwork for this is to realize that when something is pushing our buttons, we tend to look at that which we believe is the cause of our distress, of our turmoil, of our impatience. But the reality is that impatience can only be experienced within so that's where we have to do our work. So when we realize that we tend to look outside of ourselves, we want to change that. We want to create a situation in which we will instead look within, look at what's going on within me. So the first thing to realize is that when something is coming up that is tumultuous, patience is not a word that's going to come to mind ordinarily. And that's what we want to change. All we need is for that word to come to mind. And that's a great starting place. As soon as the word comes to mind, we're going to pause. And it's in that pause between the event and our perception of the event, in that pause is where patience is born. Is born. So how do we create that? We take something that we do every single day, just that's mundane, that we don't even think about very much, and we do this. Let's say, just as an example, that we tend to send a lot of emails during the day. Uh, and this is just one example. I think. I yeah, that's a good one, boy, other. though. Yeah. Uh, okay. So just before you touch the send button, just as you're about to touch it, just bring to mind the word patience and then press the send button. Now you're going to send another email just before you press the send button, patience. Now you don't need patience to send the email. It's not about that. It's about tying this word to something that you do regularly. Let's say that you don't send emails. Something that you do is that you eat a meal every day. Each time you're bringing the fork to your mouth, just say, patience. Next forkful to the mouth, patience. Now, you're going to forget. You'll do it once or twice, and then you'll forget. I did this. I, I worked on this exercise for six months, and everyone who has been working on it since says, you know, the issue is I forget. I do it a few times, and then I forget. Right. Don't get hard on yourself. You're going to forget. Just as soon as you forget, which means that you remembered that you forgot, as soon as you remember, just do it again. As you bring up the fork, patience. 
And there are a number of exercises like this in the book, so you can change and do a different one each day. Each time you touch a handle that opens a door, the door to the house, the door to a cupboard, the door to the refrigerator, the door to the car. One day, each time you're about to touch a handle, just say, patience. And what this does is it brings that word more to the forefront. The mind is hearing patience more and more often. And then what we hope will happen, and unfortunately there's no guarantee, but doing the exercises will work, it will be effective, that when someone pushes a button or when you're stuck in traffic or when somebody in front of you online at the supermarket can't find their credit card, you just suddenly have that word appear, patience. And you say, ah, okay, there's nothing that I can do about this. I can't get this line to move faster. So, patience. Why not? It feels better than being agitated. You know, that's really the whole thing, Pat. What feels better? Do you exactly. enjoy the feeling of of turmoil, or do you feel enjoy the feeling of ease? I'm okay exactly. with this. You know, and that really actually leads to, I think, a great way to to kind of wrap up. Um, I think one of the things that Alan you talked about today is um, is so important um, for both of us and for our listeners, and that is, it, you know, no one really can judge the experience that an individual has in this world about the events of their lives, except for that individual. And, you know, so often, you know, we look at a situation and we say, oh, just suck it up and get over it, right? I'm from New York, you're from New York. I don't know how many times we've probably heard that. Um, But here we are today and we're talking about um, witnessing people in the day-to-day struggles of their lives and the joy in their lives. And I think that's what your book is about, really. It doesn't matter what situation, what circumstance, you're offering people a way to rise up. And I wanted to ask you for today, and thank you for joining me here today, Alan. What is your personal message? What would you like to leave everyone with today? You know, in relation to what you just said, I think it's very important for us to realize that we can never know the complete story about anything or about anyone. Uh, Think of that expression, point of view. If you look at a situation and just envision it, no matter what the situation is, envision it as a round ball. Wherever you stand, you cannot see the whole thing. You can only have a point of view. And we have to realize that just as we have a point of view, so does the other person. Just as we want to be heard, so does the other person want to be heard. My research before writing this book showed clearly that the single biggest reason that people lose their patience is that they feel they're not being heard. So if I want to be heard, then I have to assume you want to be heard as well. We develop listening skills, and and we have to do that with patience. Uh, You know, and maybe the last point that I would love for people to hold in their hearts and in their minds is no one and nothing can destroy your peace. Only you can do that. Make the decision not to do that. Nothing 
can destroy your peace. Only you can do that. Make the decision not to do so. Wow. Alan, thank you so much for joining uh, me my here today. Pleasure, Pat. Always great to be with you. What another powerful show. A lot of lessons here. The book is fabulous, everyone. Alan shared one exercise. Um, what I want to offer all of you out there is there's a reason why this book is a best-selling book. There's a reason why it really addresses a lot of the day-to-day of what we have going on. Alan, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for joining me here today. Absolutely. My pleasure. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. Uh, if you've missed any part of this show, I recommend you go listen to it at 8 o'clock tonight as it replays. Or what you can do is you can look in a few days at the Dr. Pat Show and DrPatLive.com or TransformationTalkRadio.com and uh, download it. Uh, find us on iTunes, that and all of the above. So thank you, thank you, thank you all so much. Uh, and remember, I love what Alan said about patience. Just say it. Patience. 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 Thank you all. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation talk radio.com. Transforming the world one listener at a time. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free, life-changing information. Mystique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit us at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. Are you ready for an extraordinary life? Introducing Spectrum Life Design Education. Spectrum seminars and training are intended for you to discover and redesign the core beliefs that generate your life results, circumstances, and experiences by utilizing a synergistic approach 
to the art of living. Participants are provided with experiential and practical tools that raise their level of consciousness that embrace the whole person, mind, body, heart, and spirit. These principles allow you to transform your ability to engage your authentic yearnings, to profoundly connect with yourself and others, along with maximizing your potential and greatest dreams. For more information as well as a course schedule, please visit them at SpectrumLifeDesign.com. That's SpectrumLifeDesign.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show, Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that's become her trademark. Visit FogCityPsychic.com and book your reading today get inspired create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker sue london sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives people feel hope courage and are ready to move forward after hearing sue speak book motivational speaker sue london for your next event at asksuelondon.com that's asksuelondon.com You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 